Today, I'm having um, a special guest from out Maine here, and I'm going to ask her some questions. So make sure to follow me on Instagram under it's underscore trip underscore B. And yeah, so um, I the first question I have is, can you like explain what out Maine is? Yeah, absolutely. That's a really great question. Uh, thank you, Trip, for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So my name is Mara. I use she/her pronouns, and I am the mental health coordinator at OutMain. And OutMain is an LGBTQ plus nonprofit that's based out of the Mid Coast, Maine, so up in Rockland. Uh, though we work with kids and parents um, and more all over the state, but what our goal is is to lift up and build communities for LGBTQ plus youth. So we work with ages nine all the way up to 22, which is really cool. And I work with parents and I work with youth. We work with um, school systems. So teachers and staff, and we were trained them on how to be good allies and how to um, be supportive and of welcoming and affirming. And we also work with s- medical providers. So your doctor's office, your dentist's office, your mental health therapist, things like that, to make sure that everyone is respectful and affirming for people in Maine. Um, I had one of um, your people at my school at Camden Rock Middle School for um, this thing, and it was pretty fun to do. Um, Next question, um, why does gender slash identity matter in like school systems and at home? That is an amazing question, Trip. That is a very big question, but I will try to make it as simple as I can. So gender identity and sexual orientation really matter because that's, we're talking about everything that makes up who you are, right? So at home, it's super important because you want to be able to be yourself when you're at home, when you're around the comfort of your family or your chosen family and your friends. Um, And at school, it's really important because you don't want to have to leave the house and then feel like you need to be someone different other than who you are. And so it's really, really important that at schools, we have supportive environments because when we can't be ourselves, it tends to make us feel a lot of negative feelings, right? We might feel sad or depressed. We might feel hopeless or lost. We might feel disconnected from our friends at school. And so that can be really hard. So it's super important that we have spaces where we're accepted uh, and welcomed, because if not, then we are not able to be ourselves at all. Okay. Um, next one. Um, how can parents and or family members support kids? Awesome question. So family members can help to support kids so they can support their family or they can support other kids that are in the LGBTQ plus community um, by standing up 
for them against people who might be not be saying really nice things. Um, so that could mean they, you know, approach someone once they're, you know, they hear them calling someone a name. Um, it could be that they educate people. So maybe if someone doesn't know what being LGBTQ plus means, they could explain it to them. Um, and so that's definitely one way they could support. They could support by making their home a welcoming place, right? Uh, so maybe you aren't part of the community, but maybe your friend is. And so when your friend comes to your house, you want to make sure that your family and you and the people you surround yourself with are accepting of that person too, right? So maybe you hang a rainbow flag outside, or maybe it's just a little something you put on your backpack or your shirt, a little pin that shows that, you know, you might be a supportive and safe person for them to talk to. That could be another way. Um, you could help and donate to organizations that are owned by LGBTQ plus people. So any queer owned business, you could donate to a place like OutMaine who helps to build make programs for youth all over the state. Um, and you can just educate yourself. So if you don't have all the answers, you could do some research and figure out, you know, oh, maybe I could learn some new words and some new terms, or I can learn more about pronouns or people's chosen names. And that would make you a really, really great ally. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you explain what the pride flag means for people that don't know? Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot of pride flags. And I'm going to be honest with you, Trip. I don't have all of them memorized because it would take up so much space in my brain because there's so many of them. But the one that you typically see, the newest one, um, or it might, it might even be the second newest now, but the most commonly seen one is something called the progressive flag. And so it has all the different colors of the rainbow on it. And then it has almost like a, a triangle at the top. And that also helps to include transgender folks. And then it has something, um, it has a big purple circle with like a yellow background on it. And that is the symbol for intersex. Um, intersex is something that not as many people know about, I think, but they should because it's really important. So sometimes, well, is, is it okay if I explain what intersex is? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So being intersex is a third part of this binary system that we normally say. So people will go, when they're born, the doctor will say, oh, it's a boy or it's a girl just based on looking at them. But the truth is, is that they could be something we call intersex, which is when they have parts internally that might be the makeup of a boy traditionally or a girl. And so you could have, you know, you could have parts that look like a boy, but then you could also have a uterus at the same time. And that is almost, it's as common as actually as being a redhead. So I don't know how many people with red hair you have in your class, but that's how common it could be for someone to be intersex. Uh, and so that's something that, again, not a lot of people, I feel like, talk about, but really important stuff. So that's a really important piece of the flag. But yep, the whole flag is the progressive flag. Um, and then there's so many more. And we have a lot more information on OutMain's website if you have questions about any of those other flags. All right. All right. Um, next question. Um, how can teachers support you in the classroom I love this question because I think all teachers should be supportive right so the way teachers could help out is by if your school doesn't have one 
forming something called a GSTA or a Gay Straight Trans Alliance or maybe something called a Civil Rights Club or a Pride Club, whatever you want to call it. Um, but we know that actually by having one of those in a school, it decreases the rates of bullying by 50%, which is a huge percentage, right? So teachers could help by doing that. They could also do the same thing that parents might do by standing up to people who might be making rude or mean comments or maybe invalidating someone's feelings. And they could maybe come to one of our groups. We have a meeting for the all the people who run the GSTAs and all of the schools, and we meet monthly, and they could come and learn some stuff from us um, and maybe take it back. And so they'll have some really fun activities to do with their students. Okay, um, next one. It's kind of the same question, but how can friends support you? Yeah, another really important part of someone's um, security net, right? So friends can be supportive by really just loving and caring about you, right? I mean, I know that I love when my friends are able to say, like, they love me for who I am and they allow me to be myself. So I think the most helpful thing a friend could do is to stand up for you when you need it and always be there if you need to talk. But then also just having fun and treating me like a person who deserves respect and love and all of those good things. Okay, um... Next one, how can you live life without feeling like people are judging you? Man, if I had the answer to this question, Trip, we might be famous. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, people, people judge other people, unfortunately. It's kind of a part of life. But it's what you do when you might be feeling judged. That is really the thing that you can control, right? So, what I like to tell people is learning resiliency. So resiliency is really just a big word for saying, you know, learning how to kind of be a tough cookie. Um, and that doesn't mean you can't cry because that's also very important. But kind of having a tougher outer layer because, you know, we can't control other people's actions. So, you know, it's not always it's not always easy to avoid judgment from people. Um, but if we can be resilient and we can have a really strong group of friends, then I think it will help us out a lot. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And thank you, Mara, for joining me. And make sure to go to outmain.org to find out more information about Outmain. And make sure to check out their own podcast, Thinking Out Loud. But this is the end of the episode. So I'll see you in the next episode. So again, make sure to check them out. And goodbye. Fresh.